Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm uncool. Me too. You're doing great. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is that my advice to you? I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Grab life big. All right, Go Bros. Welcome to the Go Bro Room. I got the Go Bro in the house, Mr. Mo. What's going on? <laughs> Manello, what's going on, man? Thanks so much for uh, coming in here and getting ready to get into some brutal authenticity. Why don't you give the Go Bros a little rundown on who you are so they can get to know you better? Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to to be a part of the show, man. I basically, I am, my name is Manolo, but people can't say Manolo. They want to say Manolo, like this thing or Barry Manolo. So well, that's it spelled with an A, right? Yeah, it's M-A-N-O-L-O, which so it's really like it's called Manny rather than yeah, so, Mo. So the Manny thing is my dad. Everyone, my, Manny's a famous, he's, everyone knows Manny in Reno. So that's kind of weird for me to be Manny because it's my dad, but so so I don't know. It's it's kind of led to Mo. It's funny. Actually, that became out of real estate. They, my real estate broker, when I was in real estate about 10 years ago, said, you know what? Manolo's too hard in the South. People are going to butcher this. They're not going to call you. You need an alter ego. And I'm like, just call me Mo. And that just kind of caught traction and I've just stuck with me. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm living here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina right now. Grew up in Portola. You know anybody from Portola? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, that's kind of one of the... It, not at all. Not at all. No, I am. So, so Pertola was my link to One Life, which eventually links me to M1 with Rock Thomas, which definitely then led into Go Abundance with, uh, with y'all. So, so that's kind of been my and path. Met, and then you met Sammy Wigert, knowing yeah. that he was in Charlotte, right? Yeah, yeah. Sam Wigert, man. That, he's become, I love that guy, man. He's, he's been my, my training partner slash business mentor. And we, 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 we've had a lot of good early 5.30 in the morning conversations. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that, that was kind of my intro into the, the Go Abundance tribe, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. This is, my life's been on an accelerated path the past two and a half years. I, I just, I didn't know what personal development was and I just kind of caught wind of it about two and a half years ago. I was about 55 pounds heavier, um, struggling with my business, struggling with my relationship, struggling financially. And uh, I guess I didn't know better. So when I just went to a, my first one life conference and people said, here's what you got to do. And I'm like, okay, well, let me try it. <laughs> and I just applied the stuff that I was learning and uh, man, I've been on an accelerated path ever since. So this is all new. Every, every day is a new, something new. Like this is new. I've never been interviewed on a podcast before. I'm excited about this, but all right. living all the right, dream. Well, let's, man. let's jump into some nitty gritty Mo. Like uh, let's jump yeah. into your net sheet. I mean, your one sheet here, what percentage are you? My percentage right now, I am so, so I am building, I'm building my passive right now. Um, I am low. I'm probably like in the twenties. Um, 
I think last time I checked, I was about 21% on my 100%er. Um, now, now there's ways to look at that with my business, but obviously I don't want to count that. But I do have like some residual, pretty much recurring business that's going to probably always be there. But the way I look at it, just from my real estate and stuff, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm about yeah, yeah. just from your real estate. Now your 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 vertical income. Uh, tell me about that. Like first of all, what what type of business do you have? Yeah, so I have a concrete business. Um, basically, we've become um, the most if not the top, one of the top three uh, concrete companies in Charlotte, where if you need any con kind of concrete done, whether it's a driveway or a patio or a sidewalk or a foundation, you Google it and you'll find us basically. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've worked really hard to build a reputation on that. So, so we've become, you know, pretty much the, the number one concrete contractor in, 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 in the Charlotte Metro, which is about 2 million people. So that's, that's become extremely valuable. And like I say, this is all new within the last two years. So that's been a, a big boost for my business. But oh, yeah, that's, Right. So like, how long have you had this? What's the name of the concrete company? It's called Baja Concrete. B -A -J -A. Baja Concrete. And then, so um, uh, how long have you had Baja Concrete? So Baja Concrete's been around since 2008, pretty much right when I got out of real estate, which it really didn't have anything to do with the crash, but that's about right when I just decided. So you used to, to be a, a real estate guy? Yeah. Yeah. I was in real estate. Um, I gave it, I gave it three years. Um, I did really well, honestly. I, I helped being bilingual and and, uh, but I just, you know what, I just wasn't, I didn't like it that much. I didn't like the sales side and I got with the wrong company, to be honest with you. If I would have had real estate rock stars podcast to listen to back then, I'd probably still be in the business. <laughs> not where I'm at now, but yeah. All right. So the company's not even 10 years old yet. It's nine years old. Um, it's yeah. seen a lot of growth recently. So what, like what, uh, how much money is uh, Baja grossing now? Yeah. So, so our gross now, um, it's funny. I, I look more at net than anything else because gross is so yeah, high. Well, with that's it. what I was going to ask next anyways. What was it net to you? Yeah, we're, we're averaging netting about 20,000 um, every, every two weeks. So, um, so I, I, and it comes out to a month. We're about, we're about 450 right now. Yeah, that's um, great. So you're oh, yeah. close to half that's a million dollars a year. And, and, and what's, your, what's your role in that? I'm basically the, the I'm the owner. I gotta I gotta take some of my hats off because I'm also I do like doing the estimates and stuff like that. But I'm also kind of on the field. But um, I've almost completely removed myself from the actual physical side of the job, which is really good. You guys, do, you guys do commercial and residential. Yeah, yeah, we do about uh, maybe fifteen percent commercial, most mostly residential. Um, we found a sweet spot with residential where you can almost calculate how much money you want to make. It's been really good with that. And commercials, good jobs are great, but. You know, there's a lot of um, unknowns with commercial jobs and stuff. So we've really enjoyed that, that residential space. Hmm. And uh, okay, cool. So let's talk about your life happiness index, right? Yeah. So where are you at on that? What number are you at on your LHI? Yep. So I'm flipping into it now. I have a book that I look at every day with all the stuff in it. My life happiness index right now, um, I'm at 7.17. 7. .17. <laughs> so. 7 point one seven and what's bringing that down the lowest is probably i i hit myself kind of hard on adventure and travel um i did just buy a huge farm this year i wanted to go to africa i might have beat myself up on that i wanted to go to africa uh, but you know honestly i just yeah i just purchased a farm I, I, i'm growing my business so i've been focusing just a farm to move to yeah yeah i was uh, you know what man i maybe i was still i, I read a book called the surrender experiment yeah, yeah, um, me too. Yeah, I love that book, man. And, and I was jogging down a road, and then a property just kind of like presented itself to me. And it's it's just this beautiful farm, and I have a, a live-in uh, uh, father-in-law. And I was like, you know what? This is a chance for me to put him to work to let him do something instead of just you know 
supporting him all the time. <laughs> so, uh, so he, so he's going to like work the farm, like grow. Yeah. He, well, yeah. So, so here I'm with that's That's, you know, future because I just bought this thing, but, um, right now we just have, you know, a 12 acre basically field in front of my house and we just fenced it and stuff. And it's got a horse barn and it's ready to create some passive income with that. Cause you know, you can rent the horse stalls and stuff, but, uh, that's but yeah, it, that's amazing. No, we love it, man. We, I just, I'm, I'm I just got chickens. Um, I've got, and, and just, just my, my little four-year-old has his first business. He's, uh, he's collecting eggs um, and he's selling organic eggs for like 25 cents each. Um, and he's learning about, uh, I don't know if you were, if you ever heard Neil Godfrey speak, but uh, she's got like a system for children that they can follow to teach them about money and business. And he's been following that system and he's, he's, he's loving it, man. So I got a four-year-old entrepreneur. And, and, but, and what's your family like? Yeah, so I've got uh, two boys. I've got a 19-year-old and then the four-year-old and then I'm married. And um, then my, my, my parents, my, my biological parents are just basically like gypsies. They've been all over the place and, you know, raised me kind of like a, like a gypsy. I, I moved probably 35 times in my first 19 years. Uh, and I'm very, very grateful for all the lessons I've learned from Were they them. gypsies? No, or, no. I'm just, or deadheads or what? I mean, they weren't. No, no. I've, I've, I'm kind of giving up. They're basically they were, Probably. I mean, most people say, "Oh, my dad was in the military." Yeah, no, no, I would nothing like that. More like um, they, they they did a lot of mistakes that I learned from. Um, they, you know, they they were, you know, not good with money, not good with physical health, not good with relationships, not good with, uh, you know, just parental skills or whatever. And I am very grateful for that because it's helped me become independent. Honestly, I I'm, I would not change my childhood, and I love them to this day. And now, now it's kind of come full circle, but I, I'm so thankful for my childhood. I, I don't regret it at all. I, I'm glad they weren't, you know, richer or uh, yeah, <laughs> successful. What a great attitude, right? What a great attitude. So uh, where do you want to be 10 years from now, Mom? Oh, so right now my focus is on 2020. Um, but, but yeah, basically, honestly, this, this farm, I, I'd love to be on maybe this farm or a bigger farm, um, just fully developed. I, I see a lot of like chances to help people, um, to help, you know, I remember I, I took a couple of kids to your house one time and we had that whole, uh, karate experience with Sam Weaver yeah. and stuff. Yeah, um, that was brilliant. Hopefully we can do that again next summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was phenomenal. I love stuff like that, like helping children out and stuff and, and helping people out. So, so 10 years from now, honestly, before, if you'd asked me, you know, two years ago, it was, you know, I'd love to, you know, I don't know, be on a, be on a, island with a helicopter or something like that but that's completely changed now i just want to be in a self-sustaining farm you know not worrying about money just the passive incomes taking care of everything else and then having creating opportunity for people maybe creating jobs and creating uh, just chances for people to come out here and, and just live a better life and, and learn life skills kind of what you know we learn in our communities that's awesome, dude. So, so of course, you know the pillars, right? You got horizontal income, age-defying health, extreme accountability, genuine contribution, bucket list adventures, and uh, relationships. Uh, which one of those would you say you're the best at? The best at? I'm going to go ahead and say um, just lately. I mean, it changes all the time, right? But right now, my, my, my season right now, I'm very strong at the uh, age-defying health. Um, yeah, absolutely you know. so. Yeah, and then which which one do you suck at? Uh, suck right now is going to be probably the the adventures one right now. Um, you know, and here I am making excuses for myself again, but I am putting a lot of work into new new things that are happening in my life. But I do need to create space, more space for the fun and the adventures. What can the GoBros do to help you be more adventurous? Get that pillar up a little bit. 
You know, I'm very competitive. So the more pictures y'all post on events that I'm making, <laughs> <laughs> the right. better it's going to be because I'm like, damn it. Why am I not in Austin? Damn it. Why am I not in going to Africa? Yeah. So, All right. Well, we'll be posting some serious pictures when we're in Africa. We leave in a couple <laughs> days. On this That's recording. killing me. That's killing me not going to Africa. Wow. Um, all right. So let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, your age-defying health. How, how much do you weigh? So now I'm uh, about 165 down from 235 when this woof, all started. Woof, woof. Now, yeah. okay, so first of all, you know, when did you weigh 235? I weighed 235, um, it's probably about two and a half, three years ago. Um, there's a couple pictures of me floating around on my Facebook and stuff. If, you ever, if anyone gets bored and wants to look at some weird before pictures and to where I'm now, but I have to show people because they don't, they don't remember me because they me every day but yeah I, I was about two and a half three years ago ah, okay so what uh, so tell me about that. i remember brushing my yeah it's to a boy scout camp i was a scout leader and uh you had to do the swim test so that we could uh you know do the canoeing and do the water sports and you have to pass the swim test and they give you like a certain little swimming badge or whatever and uh, it's just a little swimmer almost like around like a maybe a 30 meter pool or something and i i felt it i was too heavy i was out of shape i just sucked at it and uh, i was so embarrassed i just couldn't do it i just kept on grabbing the lifeguard grabbing the the, the platforms and stuff so every time i do something i get disqualified and i tried twice and i just gave up on it and made excuses and i went home and just ate me alive and i'm like man i've got to become a better swimmer and i remember brushing my teeth thinking about it and no shirt on and seeing my titties bouncing back and forth. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I got some weight issues here too. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I just decided to, you know, uh, make a change right there. And, and that's about the same time where I started with the whole one life, you know, went to the first one life conference. And I think Tim issued like a 30 day challenge. You know, every time I dieted, I'd lose 15, 20 pounds and diets, by the way, I don't believe in them at all, but that's what I would do to get down 15 or 20 pounds. And then, um, I, I, I remember Tim issued like a whole 30 challenge and I'm still doing it, I think. And that's been about two years later. So, you know, I cheat a little bit, but for the most part, I'm, I'm only, I'm only, I'm down to only whole foods. And, and then uh, with the swimming thing, uh, my, I, I was in a part of another, another pod and they challenged me to a triathlon and I couldn't even swim and it scared the crap out of me, but I signed up for one and I completed a uh, St. George with the GoBros last, uh, you know, in May. So that was a, wonderful experience but yeah just training for triathlons and and and, uh, and and basically watching what i eat you know reading different you know the blue zones was an amazing book i don't remember if it was you or sam or somebody told me about it um just just yeah, no, we sent like it that of just yeah, no, we, with, yeah we had an interview with yeah, that was a phenomenal book. yeah okay so 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 all you eat is whole foods so tell me about your diet like what like what's it like yeah so so i wake up in the morning i eat like um like a pea protein or like a, it's just coconut shavings and protein. Um, and I actually, I'm so lazy about breakfast and just, it's hard for me because I'm so, so busy that I have a um, nutritionist that she makes me these green breakfast drinks every morning. And she's 54 years old, hasn't been sick in 19 years. She's in phenomenal shape. Um, and she makes me all my breakfast drinks. And then, so it's basically, um, keeping my metabolism up. I do breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner. And, um, you know, my lunch is, Mostly, you know, salads and vegetables. Sometimes I'll throw in a little bit of protein, but not much. I try to do like hummus or something, but today I, I had a chicken breast, which I'm not, it's funny, I'm getting hard off with chicken breast, but, but uh, I'm, I'm uh, part of my 2020 vision is I'm trying to like become eventually possibly, and I know there's different fallback on this, but I, I would like to become a vegan and, and leave meat behind because I don't think it really serves me. Okay. And then that's pretty straightforward, right? I mean, and then, so what would you say your body fat percentage is? My body fat percentage right now is floating around 14%. Um, 
you know, 13, uh, 14%. I, I could add Do you have any idea there. what it was uh, yeah, three yeah, years I ago? I think it was around 23, 24, something like that. It might have even been higher. That's just what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's amazing. I mean, so, so you know, I guess the, the whole key to it all is just consistency, right? I mean, like, you know, it's like you said, diets don't work, but you essentially, some would say that what you do is a diet, right? But you just made it a lifestyle, right? Like, you know. You yeah, just, the lifestyle, that's the key word right there. I think, I think when you diet, it's a plan that you're actually, you know, I'm on a diet right now. It sounds like a negative, like, oh man, I'm on a diet. It sounds like you're doing like an activity. But when you change your lifestyle, the way you eat, the way, because food is energy, right? If you eat, you either, um, it either gives you energy, it takes your energy away. And when you eat and you feel like, oh man, I'm tired. That was, oh, those ribs were so good. You know, you just messed up, you know? Uh, whereas if you eat and you're like, man, I feel good. Let's go for a walk. That's, that's good food. So it's more, like you said, the lifestyle aspect of it. That's, that's, that's more like it, I think. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about most greatest hits here. You know, any country music star, rock and roll star has a greatest hits album. You're 40 years old. In the last 40 years, what would you say your five greatest hits have been? Five greatest hits. All right. So I feel like my greatest hits are moving forward, right? Obviously, I do because the way the way my life is going, I think they're moving. But well, so we'll far, talk about the future greatest hits, sure. things like that but in a minute. But what would you say your past greatest hits have been? Sure, my past greatest hits. Um, you know, obviously marrying young at 20 years old to a beautiful beautiful Honduran woman that's just been a phenomenal wife and supporter. Um, that was probably my, my top greatest hit. Number two greatest hit, and, and I don't want to cop out with the family, but I'll just go ahead and throw in my both, both my sons on the number two greatest hit, having choosing to have children. Um, but uh, from there, I'll go with the triathlon. Uh, that was a huge hit for me. And then four was just leaving, leaving, leaving jobs, leaving the air. I was actually in the airlines a long time ago. I was in airline management, probably as high as I can become. And I decided to walk away from that because it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't serving any kind of entrepreneurial <laughs> desires at all. Yeah. And, uh, and number five, gosh, you know, number five, I've had a lot of just amazing things happen, you know, so, so far, but I'd have to say buying this farm, man, this, this, this has been, this year has been just amazing. I mean, I know a lot of those hits are this year, but it's, it's really been an outstanding year for me. Have you moved into the farm yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm in it right now. Um, I'm in it right now. I'm sitting in it. Um, and those, a couple of people in the the, um, the tribe might know a little bit about that story. That was just an amazing thing, the way this came together. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, how much I'm, was I'm it? it? How much it was, the farm cost? Yeah. So, so surrender experiment, right? I mean, when I, when I ran past it, I thought this has got to be a $2 million farm and, uh, found out that it was six ninety nine, and then reduced to five ninety nine, And then I got it for four sixty five. So, uh, <laughs> So I'm really, Baker farm for 465,000. Yeah, even here, that's ridiculous. I, I ran comps on it. You know, here's me, here's my real estate background. I ran comps on it. I couldn't find anything under than like 1.5 1. million. So I don't know what, and it's a 4,500 square foot house, geothermal energy, full basement, full brick. Uh, it's got a whole horse barn with its own water and two wells. I mean, this is, it's just, um, it was a bad real estate agent, honestly. I, I, and and the, the real estate agent took pictures of the red carpet and the paneling on the walls and she didn't show all the good stuff. So people weren't going to spend half a million dollars on a on the Brady Bunch house. <laughs> yeah, fascinating. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, that's that's exciting. Now, now, how did you get? You know, how did you separate your your two kids uh, with fifteen years? Uh, I mean, was that planned? It was. A, it was a sex. It was a. Um, yeah, I had a sex fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Ah, uh, shoot. You know, funny. I I just 
didn't feel like I was ready for one. I felt like I couldn't financially afford one uh, the whole time. I like there, there's no way we can afford it. There's no way we can afford it. And that was that old mentality that the the fat mo mentality or whatever. Fat mo um, mentality. And then you're like, uh, and your wife or you were you both like, hey, let's have another kid. She's she was like that the whole time. The whole time she was like that. And I was and luckily she stayed with me. I don't know how she stayed with me, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, here we are. You know, forty years. 40, almost turning 41 and I've got a four-year-old kid, but, but yeah, that's, there's no other reason other than the fact that I just thought that I couldn't afford it back then. Yeah, that's funny. That's great. And I, was well, that's great. About- I, I like the story of how you, you know, you, you know, you left your, your corporate job and what were like, what were you making at your corporate job? Would you say? Yeah, it's funny, man. I, I feel like I was at the top of the chain as a, um, as an airline, sort of like a mid-level manager and I was making like, $59,000 a year. Or yeah. Like and now, now you're making t- almost 10 times that. Yeah. Think yeah. about your fears that you've had, you know, that you had in leaving that probably took you a while. And then well, shit, you, you weren't really, aff- you couldn't really afford another kid at 59. <laughs> <laughs> now you can afford 10, Mo. You got a farm. You want to keep going, man. Yeah, man. I, you know, I feel like I have 10. I got all these family members that now look at me as like rich Uncle Mo and they want to come here and hang out on my farm and go running with me around my property. That's awesome, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, cool. So, uh, all right. So, let's talk uh, about your future greatest hits now. So, what will you say your five greatest hits are going to be? Five next, uh, what, what are they going to be before you die? Between now and death, what are your five greatest hits? My greatest hits, man. Um, I will have, let's see, and these could be any moments, right? These could be moments. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, I, I've always, for whatever reason, I've even had dreams about this. I will one day have like a music fan and there's a band 311 and these fans. I'm going to have basically like a Sandoval cruise and it's going to be family and friends and we're going to cruise the Bahamas and it's going to be all paid for and I'm going to fly everyone there for free and they're going to do that. Um, that's a big thing. I, I'm, I, my love language definitely is giving. So um, that's in there. Um, Another greatest hit, um, and it's on my vision board, is, is I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be basically be my own bank. I'm going to continue to buy real estate and do things like that, but I'm going to lend money to myself and I'm going to pay myself back interest through different entities and stuff. So basically there's going to be like a Sandoval bank and that's, 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 that's the big greatest hit in, in my future. I'm going to, I don't know what mountain it is yet. I just know I'm going to climb a big ass mountain, you know, um, <laughs> I've seen stuff on Everest. I've seen things on like whatever it is, K7 or whatever it's called, and, and uh, Tibet and stuff. I, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do a big I mean, mountain. You could do Kilimanjaro with your 19-year-old son if you wanted to. You know what I mean? That'd be an awesome father-son trip. You know what I mean? Like Kilimanjaro, me, David, and Mike did it, and it's a six-day gig, but you know, really anybody can do it. You know what I mean? You really? don't have, yeah, yeah. You know, it, there's no – it's not crawling – you know, it's not, you don't wear, glo- you don't wear, you, you know what I mean? You're not climbing or scaling or anything. You're just walking. But the altitude is what the hardest part is. That's what makes you throw up and give you diarrhea and all that. And then you just got to make it through that. You know, other than that, you're just hiking uphill, you know? Well, well I've told my son, and I'm probably going to have to give him that in the next year or two, because I told him when he catches me and weight, like, because he, he lifts weights and he's skinny, but he's getting strong and I'm losing weight. So I said, when we're both, you know, in good shape and we're at the same weight, I'm, we're going to do a trip. We're going to do something big together. And that's kind of like his motivation and my motivation. So maybe that's something to look into. That would yeah, be good. Yeah, look into that. That's an, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah. All right, cool. And what else? I mean, you know, that's what? One, two, three? Three, all right. So, um, you know, I will, I will um, 
I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm going to help a hundred thousand people, whether it's lose weight. I think I wrote that on your board. I don't remember what the number was, but I wrote oh, that yeah. on your. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's definitely going to happen. Whether it's you know, maybe I'll help them lose weight. Maybe I'll help them you know get off of drugs or whatever. Whatever the thing is. I mean, I've never had drugs in my past, but I just I've had a lot of family and friends afflicted by it. And um, but there's there's going to be something along the line where you know I'm going to be known as a guy that helped at least a hundred thousand people. Um, that's a that's a big thing for me. And then. Um, I guess the, the last one is, uh, you know, I think the greatest hits, I'm, I'm going to, and, and, and I have a mentality of this, I'm going to live to be 120 years old. And, you know, I, I really feel like I can do it. I, I feel like uh, I can live there and I could be running, you know, 5Ks at 100. So that's, that's <laughs> that'd be awesome. I'm working on that. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Well, that's really cool, man. That's really cool. Okay, well, let's, let's ask this question. Um, you've heard it before. It's about the plane crash, uh, so you're, and you've got a plane background. So your plane's going down, Mo, and basically you're going to have uh, a minute to call somebody, and I'm going to let you do it in the uh, first person, so go. All right. Hey, Elba. This is – well, you have to say who I am, but hey, Elba. <laughs> um, I'm probably not going to make it to my destination. So I just want to let you know that I, I love you so much and you're, and I've been so lucky to have spent my life with you. Um, you know, I, I'm glad that I left enough, you know, for everyone to be taken care of, but just know that you did nothing. You couldn't have done anything better. You were just the best wife you could have been. And I know that our children are in good shape and I know that our family's in good shape because I know that you're going to continue to be just a wonderful person that you were with me. And, uh, I want to go ahead and meditate for these last 30 seconds. So I love you. Bye. <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> you meditate. Yeah, that's cool. Let's talk to God, you know. Here I come. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Mo, this has been awesome, buddy. Thanks for coming on the Grab Life Big Podcast. And uh, best of luck to you. And I'll see you in Steamboat. Thanks, Pat. I'll see you there. Grab life big.